I've started my outline for this episode so many times, you guys, and each time I don't quite make it to the finish line. Months pass, life happens, and then I come back to working on this episode again. What has started out as like this inkling and a feeling like digestion, but more like a conviction in your gut has turned into this screaming voice that just won't leave me alone, like that itch in the middle of the night that you can't seem to ignore, kind of like that. So here I am back at it. And I told the Lord, okay, if I'm going to do this, then I'm going to need you to tell me what to say. He responded, okay, I will just start. Isn't that so like the Lord? Just start, just move, just make that next move. I'll be there with you in it and I will be faithful to show you the way. So thanks for coming back to this space with me. It sure has been a long time, my friend. I've been on this pilgrimage to Jerusalem as Psalm 84 describes so beautifully. It's been this journey through the barren valley of weeping in my life and I'm not all the way through it yet, but I know that my autumn rains will come and become a place of refreshing springs someday soon. I've grown strong in God's presence in this place, and I've experienced God's faithfulness even more deeply, and I'm so excited to share with you. So let me read a couple verses for you from Psalm 84. What joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord, who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. When they walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. They will continue to grow stronger, and each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. Well, friend, I've given myself the freedom to change, to shift, and to become something I wasn't before. This show is going to be a reflection of my journey the last few years, but I hope that you hear the Lord's heart for you in it as well. We'll talk about birthy things, I'm sure, because I just can't help it. Ask my husband. It's in me. Birth is deeply imprinted in my makeup as a mother, a doula, and a female experiencing this world. But friend, there is so much more I want to share with you. The Lord has been stirring something in me, and I don't even quite have words for it just yet. Sometimes you know something so deeply in your spirit. Holy Spirit is showing you something, but the English words don't come right away. So bear with me as I work this out. And if you've known me for a little while, you know I'm a verbal processor. (laughs) If you're my friend, you know I talk a lot. So if you want to hang out with me while I work this one out, I'd be honored to have you with me. My prayer is that I encourage each one of you to become the human God intentionally and purposefully designed you to be. Gosh, it's so important. I want you to explore with me why God designed and crafted you exactly how he did, how he made you so perfectly and wonderfully. I want all of us to become the people God intended each of us to be, closer to our true, authentic selves. And I'll be really honest here with you, because why the heck am I here if I'm not going to be? 
I lost myself there for a few years. Elise just straight up left the building. Survival mode and my sympathetic nervous system were in the driver's seat. I had become a codependent mess and I got stuck there, vacillating between hyperarousal and hypoarousal. I'm getting healthier, slowly, very slowly, but surely. How do we get back to the person we were wonderfully created to be amidst a world in utter chaos? While we live in a nation that has rejected God, how do we take our personal history, our unique story, and lay it over the mess going on around us and come out with a picture of who we were positioned and called to be for such a time as this? Sounds like a tall order, right? It sure is. So come with me. Come with me while I share stories with you of healing, of hope, of new life, and some straight up real talk. I'll share some of my opinions, but I'm working hard to have a whole lot less of them lately. Friend, as I think about our current American Christian culture, I see two groups of people. There are people living their lives submitted to Holy Spirit, living their lives out of their unique anointing. People sensitive to the things of the Lord who are listening to the heart of their Father, ready to intercede for people and our world. And then there's another group of Christians who have fallen into the bottomless pit of fear. They have missed it. Not intentionally, they are just asleep. Their hearts have been hardened and their worlds are far too loud and full for them to hear the whisper of Holy Spirit speaking. They haven't learned to discern the voices in their head, Was that from me? Was that my spirit? Was that the enemy? They have bought into so many lies, and each time they get farther and farther away from the truth. Little by little, it's so subtle, it's ever so slightly they move away from a life driven by the word of God. They've forgotten their first love, and we need to pray they find the only absolute truth there is the word of God. A little PSA, there isn't multiple truths out there. Just one. The Bible is truth, period, bottom line, end of story. I love it. Probably a little too much when we can draw a line in the sand and make a black and white distinction. When things are clear cut, it makes my heart happy. We don't get to decide what's true for us or have an opinion about truth. Truth is absolute and truth is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Every decision we make matters, but you already knew that. Every decision will set us on a course for a specific destination. And sometimes we realize we don't like where we're headed and we reroute ourselves. Other times we wake up and think, how did I get here? How is this my life? Because it didn't happen overnight. It took tiny, barely noticeable decisions that got us there. Over the course of a year's time, we have all made small and big choices. 
you may look back on these last two years of your life and wonder how your friends, family, and coworkers could all have such different views on some of the topics you once thought you'd always agree on. I know I have struggled to understand people who say they love Jesus and have made decisions my brain can't make sense of. It is mind-boggling in its truest sense of the phrase. And so what do we do? What do we do when none of it makes sense? We pray. We ask the Holy Spirit what to pray and we wait for him to give us the words. Because when you're praying what the Holy Spirit is already praying, you can have confidence knowing your prayers will be answered. How cool is that? If you want to join with me and pray, then I invite you to stick around. This world and this next generation needs you. We need an army of bold intercessors ready to call out the truth when they see it. You won't ever see the lie if you don't know what the truth is. Your children are depending on you to pray like their lives depend on it. They do. Your children are depending on you to teach them right and wrong. Your children need you to explain what's going on in our world against the backdrop of God's word. Your children are depending on you to create a healthy, holistic, clean lifestyle for them. Their lives depend on it. And I'll let you in on a little secret, a not so secret. It is not easy. It is actually really challenging, but it does get easier with time. We are all in different places in our journey toward emotional, mental, and physical health. Some of us are farther than others. Pro tip, you can't separate your mental health from your physical health and your physical health from your spiritual health. You don't get to pick and choose. They all matter and they are all important. What you put in and on your body matters. What you read and watch matters. But here's a little disclaimer for you. I'm not a health coach, a nutritionist, a medical provider, an expert at heavy metal detox, an expert at holistic living, an ordained minister or therapist. I am just here, just a girl, hoping to share parts of my story and encourage you as you write yours. I've always said someday I'll write a book. But for now, if you want to come along for the Cliff Notes version of the book, I'd love to have you. I'll tell you this. We sold our house in Washington this June, bought a fifth wheel and truck, and have made the journey to the south. As we speak, I'm in Tennessee. I've got my little honey bear next to me at my feet. I gave up my dream home, my clients, my current job, my friends, my family, my church, and my community to take one of the biggest risks of my life. Ultimately, the Lord is leading us to a new life, and we are just trying to be obedient to go where he sends us. It's been so hard to leave the life I've known in hope of finding all the Lord has in store for us. Here's what I know. When the Lord has called you to do something that doesn't make sense to other people, he will give you a grace to be exactly where he wants you to be. When you hold your life 
with an open hand and lay it down at the feet of Jesus, he does abundantly more than you could ever ask. You can count on that. We are full-time RV living, and boy, has it been an adjustment. I'll tell you, the first couple months were a lot harder than they are now. Everyone I tell about this new adventure tells me, wow, that sounds amazing. I wish I could do that. Or they say, wow, you're so brave. What an adventure that will be. And here's what I'll tell you. One, I don't feel brave at all. It has been terrifying at times, but here I am nonetheless, still moving forward. And secondly, there's a reason most people don't live in an RV full time. It is a completely different lifestyle. One many people don't understand, and it goes against all of the cultural norms. But more and more people are doing it, and there's a reason it is growing in popularity, because there are awesome parts about this life. And I'll tell you, friends, I don't feel like I'm missing anything in my life. I have everything I need in my 400 square feet. I love this simple life. And maybe I'll encourage you to do something crazy you never thought you could do. My reasons for full-time RV living won't be yours, but maybe you'll be curious enough to consider things you never have before. So here we are doing things most people won't do to get to a place most people will never go. This life has made me think, what are we losing by clinging to our comfort? What are we missing out on because we're so committed to avoiding pain and discomfort? What am I getting in the way of? I am usually the one who is in the way of what God wants to do in my life. Generally, all the time. There's a beauty in getting out of the way and letting God take control. I can feel this hope in me rising ever so slowly. I've experienced a lot of heartache this last year, and I feel like I keep saying that every year. We just go around and around and around again. But I know there's a richness that lies ahead for me and my family. It's close and I know it. I'm ready to move on to another chapter, but the chapters in my world have repeated themselves over and over again, year after year. But I'm happy to say things are changing. I can feel this fresh wind coming for me, and it's just starting to blow. Like the badlands in the middle of South Dakota, the wind is blowing things off of me that were never supposed to be there. I know I won't always appreciate the force of the wind or the timing of the wind, but I'm being shaped into something better than I'll be able to comprehend right now when I allow him to shape my life. This is me working hard, very hard, to embrace this season with joy and gratitude. Friend, the world is heavy and it feels like it's getting heavier by the hour and it's a lot we are all carrying so much right now I know you are we must remember the one who delights in us the one who sings over us our husband Jesus adores us and has already defeated every enemy we will ever face 
He talks to us from our future and calls us to a life of joy with him. I want you to listen to these verses from Zephaniah 3 and hear the joy the Lord has for you in this season. Hear how the Lord sings over you. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. For the Lord will remove his hand of judgment and will disperse the armies of your enemy. And the Lord himself, the King of Israel, will live among you. At last your troubles will be over, and you will never again fear disaster. On that day, the announcement to Jerusalem will be, Cheer up, Zion! Don't be afraid! For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. A few housekeeping things. I won't be releasing these episodes regularly. So you're just going to have to subscribe and pay attention, my friends. Get all the notifications. That being said, my goal is to get a new episode to you once a month. You're going to hear me talk about my online childbirth course because if there's ever been a time to educate yourself about your options, it's now. If you're pregnant, head on over to my website, elisemarsh.com, and check out my course options. I've got tons of free resources for you to start with, so dive in, dig in, and send me a DM if you need to. If you can get yourself to an out-of-hospital provider, do it. You're also going to hear me talk about my water ionizer machine by Enagic because I'm obsessed with it. And if you know me, you know that when I get passionate about something, I get very passionate about it. So I'm all in on my Kangen water machine. Because when you feel good and you've experienced something that has totally changed your life, you want other people to experience those same benefits. The Kangen machine produces electrically reduced ionized water. Don't worry. I'll break it down for you. Alkaline water, the kind you buy at Target, is created chemically through the addition of minerals, whereas alkalized water is created electrically. When a body of water is hit by enough electricity that it blows apart, this process of electrolysis creates hydrogen, oxygen, and hydroxide, which is the ratio change that creates a shift in pH, although truthfully, the pH can mislead what's really important. Hydrogen feeds the nervous system. Oxygen feeds the mitochondrial, and hydroxides assist in removing toxins from the body. But we'll talk more about the science behind Kangen water next time. Remember, I'm not a doctor or any kind of healthcare provider. I'm just a girl who loves science and research. I'm an Enneagram 1 wing 2, and this is where the one in me just gets so excited and thrives. I love finding products that promote a healthy mind and body like the one God originally intended for us to have. If you're interested in learning more about the many benefits of Kangen water, there's hundreds. Send me an email at elise at elisemarsh.com. All right, friend, let's pray, and I'll see you all next time. Lord, as we humbly come before your courts of heaven, we enter with thanksgiving and praise. 
You are the God of this nation and we worship you. Lord, we seek to bring you honor and glory. Father, thank you for your grace and mercy in our lives. We ask, Lord, that you would hear our petition. God, we want to see the kingdom order of God for our nation. We want to see your divine desire for the United States of America in the days of our lives. Lord, we ask that America be fashioned and formed into the image of God. Lord, we repent on behalf of our nation, our family, and ourselves and ask for the shed blood of Jesus Christ to speak on our behalf and on the behalf of our culture. God, would you seize every enemy of your kingdom and not let a single one escape? Would you return back what has been stolen from us as we humbly repent for the ways we have sinned against you? We want to see a manifestation of your power that will break the hardened hearts of our culture. Father, would you release your heavenly resources so that we can do all you intended for us to do? Lord, would you accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think because of your nature and who you are. As we rest in you, Jesus, I pray that all that we are will wait quietly before you, for our hope is in you alone. Lord, as we wait, would you work quickly? Would you awaken the hearts of your people to see their lives exactly as you do? Lord, would you give us spiritual wisdom and insight so that we might grow in our knowledge of you? I pray that our hearts will be flooded with light so that we can understand the confident hope you have given to us, your people. I also pray that everyone praying with me today will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.